Hello, world. I appreciate you tuning in this week and expressing your feelings about Mondays with me. And if you haven't done so already, please follow me on Instagram and TikTok at its.me.shell and on Facebook at its.me.shell.s for more content, behind the scenes, upcoming episodes, or so we can just say, La mama de la mama de la mama de la mama de la mama. Ten times fast, just like el alfa. See you in a few. It's me, Hello, hello, hello. How are we feeling this week? I'm back. Welcome to another episode of It's Me, Shell. And if this is your first time visiting, hello, it's me, your host, Michelle S. And I hope everyone's Memorial Day was nice. I know the weather wasn't, but we here. We made it. So welcome. Listen, this past weekend was just what we needed, right? I hope you all made it out because it was beautiful and hot, y'all. The fam and I actually made it to the beach and it was amazing. Definitely missed doing all that good stuff. So now that I made you remember that the weekend was just yesterday and you're back at work trying not to cry, let me help you forget that it's Monday by setting a different scene. I'm going to create a scenario for y'all. I'll give you some time to get ready. Babies, let's get it. So, you head to school every morning, and although you can't stand waking up so early, once you're there with all your friends, it seems worth it. You talk about everything, make jokes, make fun of everything and everyone, but there is something that you don't tell them. Your friends like to extend the fun and ask you to head over to their place to hang out. Or they ask you to head to yours because who doesn't want to keep the party alive and hang out with their friends all day? Whether it's doing homework, listening to music, dancing, or making fun of your or their siblings. But you tread lightly when your friends ask if they can hang with you at your place. And that's because you don't want to let them in on your deep, dark secret. You are so embarrassed about it, but you just can't stop doing it and are afraid of how your friends are going to react, especially since any grade after fourth grade in the 90s was straight savagery. You have younger siblings and you start to sweat as soon as they come by to say hi to your friends and be straight up annoying because you think that they're going to reveal a little too much. Welcome to the world where you have to hide the fact that you watch Barney every day after school from your friends. song brings back some memories and speaking of family hey mi familia this week we're talking about barney and how he was daddy <laughs> that sounds horrible so let me elaborate and i don't mean that kind of daddy like you know a dino fatherly figure at least to me 
my mom and my dad had a falling out so my dad wasn't around as much as I would have wanted him to be so Barney was it and the fact that I couldn't really tell anyone that I watched a show unless I wanted to be the joke of the school made it really hard for me. <laughs> Barney taught me how to be nice, how to play with others, how to express my feelings, how to make friends, and that it was okay for me to sing out loud in parks and shit. I don't know, the dino dude made it work. I actually listened to him. Just like the way, you know, Bugs Bunny made us want to eat carrots all the time. I mean, at least he made me want to eat carrots all the time. Oh, and fun fact. Bugs Bunny made cameos in World War II military propaganda. Yes, he did. He was a busy bunny. He showed up in several shorts, and he was used as an instructional cartoon designed to educate U.S. military troops about things like proper sanitation and not leaking American secrets. The films were classified information, and even workers that put together the animations at Warner Brothers were not allowed to see the finished product, according to mentalfloss.com. I just wanted to share that with you all. Now, the thing about Barney is that he was a purple dinosaur, and that's all I needed. My favorite color is purple, and he was a cool living dinosaur because we all know that they were, you know, extinct. So, I mean, he's a living, breathing dinosaur. And he spoke and sounded funny and bubbly. What more could I ask for? Speaking of dinosaurs, just a little side note. You remember the show Dinosaurs? I like the show. But, you know, the not the mama baby and the angry, short-fused dino dad was petrifying. I just wanted to throw that in there. It was completely the opposite of what Barney was, or what a family should be. Hmm, that's interesting. Anyway, the issue with all of this is that I was like 12 years old, and that was the problem, that I was a preteen that enjoyed Barney. I could not let the world know, let alone my friends in school. It was such a shameful fact to watch anything on PBS, wasn't it? And I loved that channel. Yo, it helped me with so much from learning to share to book reports using all the resources that they showed on there. Thinking about it, though, I don't know if Barney would have survived today's world. I mean, a purple dinosaur that hangs around in the park when children wish him to life. It's a little awkward. He would have been canceled like everything and everyone else. I'm sure of it. Well, you know what? Actually, he was canceled back in 2010, I think. So... Yeah, there that went. You know, when I think about these nostalgic shows, it makes me ask, why? Why did I grow up? It was such a simpler time watching a big-ass purple dinosaur sing show tunes and make new friends and solve the drama that started in the park in a civilized and loving way. We grew up, and that made us realize that life isn't that simple. I want to be able to go to a giant purple imaginary dinosaur and tell him my problems and he turns around, gives me advice, and a fucking hug. I think that's called shrooms nowadays. I wouldn't know, but I've heard some interesting stories and they definitely have a huge purple dinosaur in them. Mi gente, I would love to know that one show you didn't want any of your friends to find out you watched because you were just super embarrassed and you knew they were going to talk shit and make fun of you for it. I actually mentioned this shaming to my oldest daughter and she just looked at me and asked me two things. One, are you talking about the purple dinosaur? Which made me feel as old as the fucking dinosaur extinction itself. 
And two, why did they make fun of you? And my response was, because that's what they did. We were shamed for watching and liking things that were considered childish or below our age group. But we were childish, right? We were fucking kids. However, we had a rep to live up to. And I know I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Growing up in the 90s with these savage little monsters we called our peers was terrible. And I will admit, and maybe I'm just admitting this about myself, but this was definitely a precursor, you know, to feeling afraid of speaking in front of crowds or letting others know what my preference for things were or speaking my mind because I didn't want to be labeled as weird or awkward. So basically, I didn't want to be myself. In today's world, though, weird and awkward thrive, and I wish that I knew that early on or that I lived to the beat of my own drum. I believe that most of the sitcoms we watched growing up were trying to deliver that particular message. But society and its power to make us feel like we need to conform won the battle. I love the confidence that my children have to do anything when it comes to being artistic or speaking their minds or letting their friends know like, Hey, yeah, I like that. So what? What are you going to do about it? I'm different. You know what? I'm expressing myself and doing what I want to do now. So fuck it. I'm setting my own trends. And as they say, better late than never. Which brings us to our favorite segment, Window Talks with Lakomai. Some of my fans, friends, or foes send me questions, dilemmas, ideas, or comments. And Lakomai gives them advice to help them with whatever they got going on from her little round table in the kitchen, by the window, or she reads them to death while sipping her tea. It's also a time where Lakomai reflects on shit and she shares it with you all. You know, she drops knowledge, talks shit, whatever she wants, you can't stop her, so don't try. So this week I asked, was anyone ever judged for watching or even talking about a show or sitcom that they really liked and it may have changed their way of thinking at an early age because they didn't want to be, you know, labeled or thought of as too different or weird or made fun of. And La Comay had some stuff to say. Mi gente! I don't want to forget to ask you to please follow me on Twitter at it's underscore me underscore shell. No better place to air shit out. Hugs and kisses! Hola and hello, buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, everybody. It's me, La Comay. Buenas, it's me, La Comay, Michele. Welcome me, bienvenido. How are you? How you been? I hope you've been good. I've been good myself. You know, I was in a little vacation last week because of Memorial Day, but we back at it again and I missed you. Okay. So this week we asking, has anyone ever made fun of you or made you feel uncomfortable for liking or watching a show, a movie, or listening to certain kinds of music? You know, anything you were really into at a young age. Yo no sé, pero if you ask me, that sounds stupid. And you know I have a story, so let me tell you. There was this young man from around the way. His parents were very religious, so he spent a lot of time at church. 
And you know when the church grabs a hold of the youths, they put them to work, honey. They always have shows and plays that they want the kids to be a part of and put together. But in all reality, they're the ones that really put that shit together themselves. And they have these poor kids act out these productions. Oh, my God. Anyway, he must have been about 12 when the church that he and his family went to wanted to put on a show. But the kids, you know, wanted to be involved. So they asked the kids to have a say on what they should do for this show. They finally decided that it should be a short skit or something like that. Like, you know, something that they act. And this young man suggested that they should do a skit about the show Seinfeld. Now, I don't know about you, but that shit was funny to me. And growing up, I watched that shit really late at night, like around 11, real quiet, bien calladita. So my mother and my father didn't know I was still up. And not only did the young man love watching this show, but his parents did too. So he felt proud that he was able to, you know, give off this suggestion, show off his skills to the community while at the same time making his parents laugh and experience that moment with them. You want to know what that heifer director told him? And let's keep in mind that this is a grown-ass pendeja, okay? I don't know if you want to call her grown-ass woman. You know, she's a fucking pendeja, if you ask me. She asked him very sarcastically, So, you want to do a scare about four Jewish friends in a Christian church? You must be crazy. And the young man just looked at her, and of course, what else could he say? He already felt the initial shame for even thinking of what he thought was a good idea. He offered it. That's it. It's done. Whatever. His self-esteem went down the fucking drain. What the fuck was that all about, right? She was the adult and it was up to her to teach and nurture this young man when his parents weren't around because that's what church is about, right? Almost like an extension to your friends and family. And instead of letting him express his creativity and listening to other recommendations and letting him feel like his idea was valid and heard, she shunned him. This is the problem, that people are quick to make you feel like your decisions aren't of value and that's not fair. Why make this young man feel like his idea was a stupid for wanting to do a skit of what he considered to be funny? No, I see no fue que hablamos. That's not how we do things. Why make it seem like his way of thinking should never happen? After that, he never offered any other ideas and didn't want to pursue acting anymore. Can you believe that? Que desgraciada esa fucking bitch. I wish someone would tell me or try to make me feel like I can't do something because it's not up to their standards. Bitch, excuse me, since when do I have to live by your rules or expectations? I am my own person. You can't tell me shit. Oof. Ja. No more energy for her. You know how I feel about giving others our energy. That's it. We're spat enough. It's already fucking Monday. We don't need to fucking be stressing over her dumb ass. Oof. Ja. No more for her. All right. So this young man is grown now. And although he had to ease his way back into that artistic aura, he has done so seamlessly. And he expresses himself through his art. I am very happy that he was able to get back on track and not let the buffuckery of someone else's opinions mess with him for the rest of his life. Although it did through his teenage years. 
That's so fucked up. Oof, I wish I knew her. Oh, I wish I see her in the fucking street. It's crazy. It was an elder too. You would expect that kind of shit from someone his age because kids will be kids and they fucking monsters, you know that. But instead, it came from someone he was told to look up to and was supposed to steer him the right direction. Oh, some people just aren't meant to lead and that booties should have just been home making herself several seats, not trying to guide the youths and that's all I have to say about that mira don't forget mi casa es su casa just let me know when you stopping by but my window is always open My darlings, mi familia. If you haven't done it yet, follow my girl on her tiki-taki and her Twitter too. And wait, wait, wait. Don't go anywhere. I almost forgot. I wanted to let you know to keep an eye out for my debut. Right? Yeah, debut or debut. My debut on the new show is me, Wednesday. It's just some shorts, skits, and clips to make you laugh and get you over that Wednesday hump and closer to Friday, honey. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm going to be a star. i see you on Wednesday. Well, you heard it, mi gente. La Comay has spoken. It sucks when people make fun of you for something that you like, no matter what it is. Especially when you're at an impressionable age because you carry that shit with you. That's probably why there's so many people making disclaimers like, don't knock it till you try it. How about we normalize people being different and stop the shaming just because it's not something that you would ever consider. I loved Barney. There, I said it. And anyone that I went to elementary school with can kiss my ass. Because I'm proud that purple dinosaur was part of my life. I'm talking all this shit now, right? But I know growing up, we had a lot of pressures. Some of us had to have the outer exterior. Others had to be the jokesters. We had the class clowns, the snitches, the teacher's pets. It was fucking difficult. And maybe that's why it's easier to tease someone for anything versus thinking about one's own reality. And I know I mentioned my children earlier and how happy I was that they were so strong-minded and didn't really let anyone tell them how to feel or what to think. But I'm sure that they go through their own pressures too. Because no matter the generation, no matter where we are in life, we just all go through pressures. So I say, like whatever the fuck you want to like. And don't worry about it because in the blink of an eye, you'll be 35 years old and you'll have to explain to your children that Barney was the dinosaur from our imagination, but we weren't really able to enjoy our imagination as we should have. Bueno, my people, mi gente, it's about that time. Like always, I want to thank you for spending your precious moments with me. But before I go, I want to remind you to please, please make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok at its.me.shell or on Facebook at its me dot shell dot s and click that follow and like button this way you can send me messages questions comments requests or you can just see me act like a hilariously gorgeous comedic queen don't forget to follow me on twitter at it's underscore me underscore shell you know i'm here for all of you so let's read some shit out into existence and also as like i mentioned earlier keep an eye out for the new show it's me wednesday i know Lakomai is very excited about it because she's finally a star Ugh. 
you know, like Omai, she loves the drama. She loves the bochinche. She loves to be in the middle of everything. She loves to know all. So just make sure you keep an eye out and show some love. We're just trying to make your hustle to Friday that much easier. That brings us to the end of It's Me, Shell. And you can catch It's Me, Shell every Monday to make sure your week starts off on the right foot or so we can just say fuck Mondays together. Don't miss next week's episode where we talk about family meetings. I had a very interesting conversation with my daughter's father and it was about leadership and how every family kind of has its own leader. For some reason, family meetings came to mind. So I just want to talk about it because it's something that I adopted as a grown up. It wasn't something that I did with my family as a kid. Just want to share with you all. Also, it's Pride Month, mi gente. Love is love. Let's promote equality, dignity, and fairness for all. It's also Best Friends Day and World Oceans Day tomorrow, June the 8th. Remember, we had this conversation before. So amongst the other things that are being celebrated this month, which I recently read about, make sure you do whatever you have to do to save a body of water and keep that friendship tight. Lastly, I wanted to leave you with this. Isn't it so strange when people give you their two cents about anything, but you didn't even ask them for their dusty ass change? Ain't that some shit. Peace and love. I'm out.